Hello friends, welcome to today's episode. What we're talking about today is how to lose weight with macros without starving yourself. Yes friends, you can actually track your macros without feeling like you have to eat boring bland salad leaves. But friends, if this is you, let's get into today's episode because I'm going to keep it real 100. Hello Lose Weight With Macros, the basics podcast family. I'm your host Verona and if you're new here, welcome to the show. I'm a nutrition coach who believes in the power of real life tools to create healthy habits. I help busy women like you get rid of the stress and emotional eating that keeps you from creating resilient lifelong habits that quite frankly you can trust instead of giving you another boring diet or workout plan or bland salad and tell you just to eat a whole heap of salad leaves while your family chow down on your favorite meals in the corner and you are regretfully eating that bowl of dry salad. I'm gonna help you learn how to use macros to lose fat, keep it off and rebuild that confidence that diets often strip us of that insecurity that fear that no longer feeling confident in our bodies that we know we need to get rid of friends if this sounds like your cup of tea grab your tea your coffee and your notepad and pen because today's episode friends is gonna be a juicy one All right, friends, welcome to today's episode. I'm so glad to be recording this episode. If you didn't know, I actually pray for everybody who comes under the sound of my voice and listens to this episode. I know I'm the type of coach who keeps it real, but when it comes to fat loss, we've got to keep it real because there's so much nonsense out there that tells you if you want to lose fat, you just got to cut out carbs. Why? What did carbs ever do to you? The only thing that we end up doing with carbohydrates is often eating more carbs than our body actually needs. So instead of doing that, why don't you focus on the amount of food that you're eating altogether or you work on reducing your portion sizes and you're implementing portion control? So today we're talking about how can you lose weight with macros without starving yourself? So before we get into today's episode, I just want to share a little bit of a testimonial. The testimonial goes a little something like this. So I've been following these macros for a few months now and I've never felt better. I'm not hungry. I'm not tired. I don't even feel like I'm on a diet. The best part, my jeans fit better than they have in years. Thank you so much, Verona, for all the advice and encouragement. You're the best. But today, this is what I do. This is why I love to coach women. And the definition of coach to me is to encourage, empower, edify, and equip. You see what I did there? You with the tools that you need to actually make fat loss work for you, rather than feeling like you have to change up your whole life just to be on a diet that ends up feeding you salad and you can't eat any carbohydrates. Now, if you're in the States or whatever part of the world you're in, we love holiday season. We love bank holidays over here in the UK, and you might love the football season. Every month of the year, there seems to be something that has a form of carbohydrates in the celebrations. Now, we've just come out of February, so we had Valentine's Day. Even in Valentine's Day, there's loads of chocolate, and guess what that is? It's carbohydrates. But if diets are telling you to restrict carbohydrates, what are you actually going to eat? I mean, you can eat lots of eggs all you like. You can eat lots of chicken all you like. But there actually is going to come a point and it will come on real quick where that gets a little bit boring and it gets a little bit dry. But who wants to eat chicken and eggs all day, every day? I want a piece of bread or some toast to go with my eggs. If you're eating some scrambled eggs, there's nothing like having some toast with it, right? Or even some pancakes. Yes, your friends, even though they're protein pancakes, they've still got some carbs in it. So why do we demonize carbs? Because we like to portion blame on something rather than actually looking at us and saying, what is it that I'm doing that's contributing to my weight gain? 
Now, this isn't quite what I'm talking about here. I will come back to the point that I'm talking about, but it's just something to make you aware of. Instead of focusing and saying it's the scale that made me gain weight. No, it didn't. It was the fact that you ate too many food, too much food, too many calories. We've all done it. Let's just be real and admit, you know what? I've eaten a little bit way too much. I know I'm full up, but I just keep going. Let's admit that. And when you admit that, then you're in a place to face some reality. Is it going to be challenging? You're dang straight. It's going to be challenging. Can you get help in it? Absolutely. You can get counseling to do with it. You can get a coach to do with it. You can do with it on your own. You can do so many things to take back control of your body when it comes to health and nutrition. Don't let anybody or anything tell you that you can't. If you're listening to a message that tells you it's the scale, sooner than later, you're going to believe that. But actually, is it really the scale? No. How can the scale make you put on weight? You buy the scale to actually see how much weight you've had or how much you weigh. That's why you buy the scale. But then when you realize, when you step on the scale and you're like, yo, this is how much I weigh. You do not like to see or face the facts or face the truth. I was there too, you know. I talk about this story all the time. I used to be like, yeah, I want to lose weight. McDonald's in one hand, just finished biting the burger of the other hand. Now I'm thinking about dinner. I'm thinking about Chinese food because that was my favorite cuisine. But yes, do I'm saying I need to lose weight. Meanwhile, the doctors have already told me to cut out this food because it's causing your acid reflux, it's causing the burning in your throat, every single food that you eat, even if it was healthy food, because of the chronic way that you eat, it has caused acid reflux. As soon as I took the pump inhibitors, as soon as I took those and I started to feel a little bit of ease, then I started to go back to my old habits. Then I started to go to the foods that I liked. It then became an excuse or a justification for me to continue eating the way that I was eating. Then I had the audacity and the cheat to go back to the doctor and try and blame the doctor to say, no, what you gave me is not working. It wasn't the doctor. It wasn't the medication. It was my relationship with food. And so many times we love to blame other things just because we do. We're not ready to face the reality the way that I eat food. It's my relationship with food. Nowhere in that accepting that is calling you a failure, calling you stupid, calling you blaming yourself. Nowhere in that, that's just being reality, accepting what it is. Then you're in a position to make some real changes. Until we get there, we're always going to keep coming back to the same cycle of yo-yo dieting, stress eating, emotionally eating, when it doesn't quite meet our expectations. Have I been caught up in that? You bet your bottom dollar I've been caught up in that. For me, I had to go through counselling. I had to really understand and deal with my issues because they ran deep. And for me, it was about rejection. When people rejected me, when I didn't feel loved by the people who were supposed to love me because they just couldn't. And then I had to deal with that. And then I went on to the stage of people pleasing. Then I went on to the stage of trying to burn myself out in serving others. Nothing wrong with serving others. But when your health comes under fire because you're trying to push yourself to other people and they don't even turn around and say thank you, girl, we got to stop that. No matter how much money you earn, no matter what, how many letters behind your name, that how many doctorates or titles you have, if you're still people pleasing, that don't mean a thing. So that's my little rant today. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. But when it comes to these things, we have to. If you want real change, you've got to get real. And a good coach is going to challenge you on these things. Can't tell you what you think you want to hear because I'm just enabling you to stay the same and to keep repeating the same cycles. And then you end up spending money and you're actually really getting tangible results. That ain't me. That coach is not me. You might have had some coaches like that and so have I, but I am not that coach. In fact, some of the coaches that I've been with, I'm like, no, I can't coach my clients that way. No way, no how. So I don't coach you like that. But at the same time, 
we have to hear the things that are uncomfortable in order for us to change. So how do you lose weight with macros without starving yourself? Well, you need to think of this as a long-term thing. It's not a short-term quick fix. It's a long-term thing. How do I want to spend my life the rest of my life? And some of these changes are going to cause some disruptions in your life as you know it now. And that is a good thing. You decide whether that's what you want to do. And then if you don't, you're going to keep going and searching, getting all the diets, going to a coach that tells you the nicety things that you don't actually want to hear. Or they might tell you the same thing I'm telling you, just a little bit softer. That's okay. That's fine. As long as you get the help that you need to make the changes that you're trying to make absolutely a can I get an amen I'm gonna give you an amen right there high five and all of those fantastic things however when we start to think of weight loss anything else in a long-term thing we've lost what we're doing it for we've lost sight of who we're doing it for what we're doing it for and why we're doing it so that's number one that's how to lose weight with macros without starving yourself number two make sure you're getting enough protein and fat and carbohydrates. If you're somebody who's also going to the gym like I am and you're trying to burn fat and build muscle, which is also known as body recomp, not everybody can do that, but most people can. It's really hard to do and it's the long and slow road, but it can be done for some people if you are in a certain category. And I encourage you to go back to listen to episode 197, five reasons why you're not losing weight and what to do about it. And some of us, we like to want to hear what to do. The minute that I'm not telling you how to lose weight with a quick fix, you log off. And that's fine. This podcast probably isn't for you. And I'm probably not your coach because I'm going to call out the things that you're doing to help you get the results that you're trying to get. If you're trying to build confidence, I'm not going to come and tell you, you eat like this, you eat like that. What's the point in telling you that if you know you already eat like that? (laughs) It's to help you to change how that comes. And what my role is as a behavior change coach is coming alongside you where you're at now. That's why I don't, as a coach, come into your house through the virtual makeover and then tell you get rid of that get rid of that get rid of that so your fridge ends up being empty who does that what is the point of me doing that then you gotta go and spend more money to go and buy healthy foods that you're gonna only end up cheating yourself again because this is the food that you're wanting and this is the food that your body is used to let us come back a few steps and let's do things where you are at I'm not coming with my agenda. I'm not going to give you and tell you, right, you need to empty this out your fridge. You need to empty this out your pantry. Throw away all the white carbs. Throw away all the white bread. This ain't coming from me. If that's your doctor's told you that, it's more than likely they've told you to reduce a simple amount of carbs for a particular reason. Now, carbs is not the enemy. Carbs is not the devil. And also, through my own experience, recently I've just done the yearly MOT blood test. And in it, it says that I need to adopt more of a low-carb diet. Now, let me tell you what a low-carb actual diet is. A low-carb is not getting rid of all of your junk food if you don't want to or according to your doctor's advice. However, low-carb that I got from my own personal blood test results is lowering the amount of simple carbohydrates that are in your diet. I don't make no secret about it. I love me some Wendy's. There was a point in time where I was eating Wendy's two or three times a week. That Dave's double combo, girl if you've had one of those (laughs) and it was the fries for me the nuggets a little bit too salty but wendy's fries and the burger man i don't even eat beef like that but dave's does it for me dave's double combo for wendy's but the thing is that's what low carb means low carb doesn't mean no carbohydrates so what you're actually doing is you're getting a low amount of simple carbohydrates which is the carbs that we love the full fat things, the ice cream, the cakes, the treats, the donuts. Not everybody likes that things, but that's what those simple carbohydrates are. And that is where I had the revelation, wait, this is actually what low carb means. Low carb tends to be taken out of context, 
and then put into a place where we must have no carbohydrates. Because if you're training, you're going to need some carbohydrates. Now, there isn't a thing where I'm anti-white bread or anti-white pasta. Sometimes I still have white pasta and white bread. White bread and white pasta taste sometimes better than actual whole grain pasta. Sometimes. Now I've made the full switch. I don't worry about the taste. If I'm seasoning up my food, there's no need for me to worry between white pasta and whole grain. I will eat white pasta. If it's helping me towards my goals, then absolutely that's what I'm going to do. But low carb doesn't mean no carbohydrates. So you're making sure you're eating from a range of foods, which is the next point, not just the ones that you like. It's about building healthy nutrition and balance. And whilst you're thinking of the long term goals that you want to get to, these things naturally fall into place. And so it's about actually asking yourself, what is it that you want? So then the next point is you're setting a goal that's realistic, but it's also going to be challenging for you. Because if you know how to do this, but you're not doing it, you end up doing nothing. So the first part of the coaching that we start off on a one-to-one with, which is the next point, is you're making sure your goals are specific, measurable, actionable, relevant to you, your lifestyle. They fit you. And sometimes we can do time bound. But actually, what is the time that you realistically are going to get this in? Now, I help you guys do this, figure this out over and focus on the fact which is a group coaching macros program. But then one to one, it's just me and you. When we're doing behavior change coaching, it's just me and you focusing on these things. Now, we've all come across this acronym. If you're working in business, education, wherever you are, we've all come across this acronym. But how do we apply this to our macros and to your weight loss? Well, we've got to be honest with ourselves, which is the next point. Being honest about the current state of your health. It is one we don't like to do. If you're somebody who goes to the doctors and you refuse to see the number on the scale, be honest with yourself and ask, what is it that you're scared of? It's an innate object. It's not going to do anything to you. It's not going to expose all your secrets. It's not going to expose all your business. It is actually not going to do a thing. But what it's going to help you do is be honest. And I think we're not ready. Well, I wasn't. I am now. But you're not ready to actually be honest with yourself. So some of us end up running away from the very thing we need to actually face head on to actually get the breakthrough that we've been trying years to get, but we haven't quite got there. Why? Because we get caught up in this lie that says the scale is a liar. The devil is a liar. That's it. Not the scale. The devil is a liar. Whether you're faith-filled or not, he will infiltrate your mind with a lie that appears to look like the truth. And what happens, we fall for it hook, line and sinker. We take that on. And the more that we begin to rehearse it over us, the more that we begin to believe it, we begin to walk out that thought. So we live out that lie in full blast as if that is actually the truth. The scale is not a liar. You bought the scale. If you have it in your house, you bought it to see how much you weigh. Be honest. If you want breakthrough, you have to deal with this. And sometimes you can deal with that in the capacity of counseling. I did, not through the scales, but I had to deal with my issues of rejection through the support of a counselor. I cried. I got angry. So many things came out of that counseling. You, me here on this podcast today would not be here if I didn't have that counseling. But this fat loss for success for long term is no quick fix because you're dealing with so many things for those it applies to. Not everybody has got traumatic childhood experiences like I have and many of you have. You don't need to have a traumatic experience to qualify for this. But if you're trying to change some behaviors, there's going to be some things that you're going to uncover that are uncomfortable. Oftentimes you can do that in the confidence of a friend, a pastor, 
or a counsellor, a pastor that you trust, a counsellor that you trust, because I had negative experiences with a counsellor too. Don't even want to tell you my story about that. But no, it was just no. I'm the type of person you can see what's on my face. And if I'm uncomfortable and you're goading me to keep going and I'm not going where you want me to go, you ain't going to get me to go where you want to go. No matter how many times you try and tell me you can do this and you can do that, you better stop talking. So the only time that I'm going to open up is whether I feel certain things or I can see certain things. And if somebody tries to push me to do something, the more that you're pushing, the more I'm going to push back. I'm just not going to do it until I'm ready to do so. And sometimes there are times where you just got to push through that feeling and do it anyway, even if it is the scariest thing and the most uncomfortable thing for you, which is why I challenge you as a coach. If a coach ain't challenging you, get yourself a new coach. And the last one is you're starting small. And you're setting yourself up for success by having a plan that can be done in weeks, months, and years. Stop thinking about days. Stop thinking about hours. Focus on the long term. And when you start to have this switch in your thinking and in your mindset, then you're ready to lose weight. Until you start to understand weight, what is it that I want? Until you understand why you're doing it, until you understand who are you doing this for, and until you're honest with yourself about where you're at. I'm not telling you it's not going to hurt. I'm not telling you it's not going to be uncomfortable. Of course, those things that are hidden that keep us stuck, they are going to be uncomfortable to deal with. But if you want breakthrough, you have to go through the hard things. It's no more is it a supplement or a shake because these body babes on here are looking fantastic. But at what cost? They still got disordered eating because the MLM supplements that they're using is messing up their metabolism. Yes, they might look slim on the outside, but what is their body saying on the inside? Where some of their bodies actually look the physique of a child, don't disrespect to them. I was in that same position when I had MLM supplements, thinking this is the way to do things. I ended up having disordered eating. I've never had disordered eating in my life. If you're on the newsletter list, you'll see I've never had a problem with food in terms of I eat to the point where my body looks like I can eat real good. So what I'm saying is there's a specific type of look where you're losing muscle mass and you've also lost weight. So you look gauntly, you look sickly thin. But somebody who is you're focusing on muscle building and you're focusing on healthy nutrition and you're focusing on a healthy amount of food. So you're not eating the same amount of food your body needs to maintain you and to keep you alive. Your body is not going to be able to lose weight like that. Where we've talked about you're setting goals that's realistic, but also you've got to challenge yourself to do things that are uncomfortable. For you, if you weigh in the scale, ask yourself, why are you afraid of the scale? What is it? If you're uncovering, uncover it in a position where you've got somebody to help you walk through those things that are coming up because there's going to be things that are going to come up, but you've got to deal with it in the right space. Even if it's in a journal, even if it's somebody who prays, watch a sermon, meditate if that's what you do, but do something, can do it in a place where you've got someone to support you through the journey that comes, through those things that uncover. It's great that you want to focus on fat loss. That's a great start. But if you've always done a diet, then you've jumped to another diet because that one stopped working. It's not the diet. Well, it is the diet because the diet's restricting you from losing weight. But it isn't just the diet. Why are you leaving it? What are you looking for? What are you hoping that you're going to find in this one that you didn't find in that one? Some people do it in relationships. They jump from man to man. They jump from woman to woman, hoping for something. And sometimes that's rooted in rejection. I'm looking for love in these things. For me, that came out in food. It could have easily been sexual relationships. Absolutely. It could have easily been addiction, but it was food for me. And so there are many of you that are in this place as I come to end. This has been another type of mindset episode, but where you're setting goals that are realistic, that are also challenging for you, but you're making sure those goals are specific to you 
And the biggest thing, be honest with yourself about your current state of health, your mindset, what you think about yourself, what you're trying to strive after. Because some of us have got some goals that are financial that fill us, fill a hole in us. That for me personally, my belief is they can only be filled by Jesus Christ. And that's what I believe as a coach. Many of you might not like that, but that's what I believe. And that's how I live my life and teach women who are of the same faith. I teach those the same thing. And I share it openly because that's who I am. And that's part of being honest with yourself about your current state of health. Start small and set yourself up for success by having a plan that can be done in weeks, months and years. Let's forget short term goals in terms of looking for quick fixes. Let's focus on a long term strategy, because if this is the way you're going to live for the rest of your life, why are you rushing? Why are you doing diets that have stopped working for you? Finally, get support. It's all about getting health. No man is an island. No woman is an island. Get support from those who you know that you can confide in, that you can trust. Friends, family that are there for you, not the family that don't really have a clue in terms of they've never been a day overweight in their life, but they're trying to give you advice, i.e. cut out carbs. That's what happened to me. As much as they love me and care for me, that advice didn't really do anything for me because it made it worse for my body. Absolutely reduce the amount of carbs. If you're doing low carb, do a low amount of simple carbs in your diet, the way that you eat on a day-to-day basis. Get support from me as your coach, one-to-one or in focus on the fat loss. But whatever you do, don't do this on your own. If you've been trying, trying, trying for years, on and off, on and off, on and off, now's the time for you to invest in a coach, invest in your family, invest in your friends, invest in some counselling. Do whatever it takes for you to finally lose this fat and actually start to get the results that you need. And a few other things that I didn't cover in today's episode was don't focus on restricting yourself from macros. Don't focus on not eating breakfast or trying to do intermittent fasting to lose fat quicker. Those things don't work. Don't skip your breakfast. Eat your breakfast. Eat a bowl of oats if you're somebody who can tolerate oats. Eat avocado bread with protein and eggs if you're somebody who can eat eggs. If you're somebody in the States, there are also a project. I can't remember the name of the product. It's not available here, unfortunately, in the UK, but I know it's available in the US. But it looks like eggs and it fries with the consistency of scrambled eggs. You can get that, but it's not eggs if you're somebody who doesn't eat eggs at all. But eat protein, eat carbs, eat fats, drink lots of water, stay hydrated, focus on your mindset. We so focus so much on food, but that's just one part of the puzzle that we forget to do the main thing. We forget to focus and feed the main thing, which is our minds. Feed our minds with food spiritually, physically, literally, but fill ourselves with thoughts that will bring life, not cause us to stay stuck in the same place and to rehash fears, although they might be very true to you. I'm not doubting that. But where is that root of fear coming from? Address that root fear. If you went and bought a scale to actually see how much you weigh, then use it for what you bought it for. You don't need to get angry at it. You don't need to throw it out the window. Use it for what you bought it for. Face some realities about how much you weigh, then make a change for it. You can do one-to-one coach with me. You can join Focus on the Fat Lodge. You can get your custom macros. Do something about it. Is it going to be hard? Yes. Is it going to be challenging? Yes. But if you give up, you're going to end up right back here. Instead of that, face the challenges, face the changes, embrace them as hard as they are, but get support along the way. If you continue with this, I guarantee you, long-term success because that's what I do as a behavior change nutrition coach. Women like you who are stuck in this cycle, 
this never-ending cycle like I was, dieting, you stress eat, you emotionally eat, we're uncovering this root cause, then we build sustainable habits that are lifelong return value. Not starting a diet every single January, then you put in a new year's resolution, then come February, they are non-existent. They've just evaporated like dust. Instead of doing that, put in action these steps. And if you want my help, I'm happy to help you through one-to-one coaching and through macros coaching. But that is, my friends, how to lose weight with macros without starving yourself from a mindset perspective. And that, my friends, is all we've got time for today. We've gone over a little longer than we usually do, but this is an important message to share because I believe that when it comes to macros, we, yes, it's great to look for step by step, but we've actually got to go deeper. It's so much more than food. It's so much more than the number on the scale. It is more to do with mindset than we actually think. And that is where we are going to call it a day. I can't wait to see you in the next one. Don't forget to share this with a sister friend who needs to hear this message. Me as a coach is to encourage you to get the changes that you are trying to get. So you never come back to this point in your life ever again. Not if I can help it, not if you can help it. And that's all for today, friends. Can't wait to see you in the next one. Friends, we've come through to the end of today's episode. I hope you learned something valuable from today's episode and can put it right into practice now that the episode has ended. If you found value in this episode, do share it with somebody else who can also benefit from today's episode. My friends, don't forget to download your freebies over on the website via nutritioncoaching.co.uk and also be in with a chance of coming live on air with me to get yourself some free Coach Fridays by leaving your question over on the brand new podcast page va nutritioncoaching.co.uk forward slash podcast is where you can leave me a question and i'll answer it over here on one of the episodes and that's all we got time for friends i can't wait to catch you in the next episode